Hello and welcome to another episode of the In Between Podcast. Let's go ahead and get this thing started. Hello there and welcome to another episode of the In Between Podcast with your host as always, Kyle McLemore. Thank you so much for tuning in, and if you haven't already, go ahead and slap that like and subscribe. It's much appreciated, and it keeps the show alive here at the In Between Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Did you guys hear the news? Has everybody heard the great news? We did it. We did it, you guys. We found out. We figured it out. It's finally, it's done. We did it. You guys know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about the end of racism, or at least the end of anti-Semitism, the end of being racist against the Jewish people. It's over. We figured out, we figured out how to do it. I am redlining, there we go. Sorry if that was a little loud. I'm just a little excited because, I mean, it's a historic day. Mark your calendar, March 2023. You can remember to tell your kids that you were there the day that we figured out how to stop all this anti-Semitism nonsense. And it's all thanks, of course, to Kanye West. Dude, here, I mean, like, I feel like I'm, here we go. With, oh, here we go again. <laughs> you, you son of a bitch. Every time I think I'm done, he pulls me back in. Um, and you know, man, Kanye, dude, it's just like, if, if it wasn't, I'm still not convinced that this is like the most elaborate, most insane, most, I mean, Andy Kaufman level, like, prank, like, so, so like a prank that it's only to Kanye, that he's pranking the entire world on a, on a Andy Kaufman level, dude, on a next, next level, like, another plane, he's playing, like, in another universe of Pranks because it's just like there's no way. There's no way that you can be like sincere in this like insanity. So if you didn't catch the first nuclear explosion that was Kanye on the uh Alex Jones show, and not only that, but it's probably the only time I have ever seen Alex Jones be the guy that's like, okay, whoa, 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 let's not get too crazy here, like, oh, holy shit, pump the brakes, Kanye, uh, that's the only time ever that I've ever seen the Alex Jones, like, a clip of the Alex Jones show, and be like, Alex Jones is the dude who's, like, trying to wrangle in the insanity, so, goes on and starts dropping insanity about loving, not just liking, not just, like, understanding, loving uh, the Nazi party and its amazing leader. Uh, so in case you, you didn't catch all that, but it's all good. It's all good. Like, we were all afraid that we lost Kanye, but he's back. Dude, it's all good. I can listen to all of his... Oh, dude, I can finally play Gold Digger without feeling terrible. Like, I just, like... I honestly, it was tough to listen to his music because it was always flashing about just like, I love, like, Nazi... It's just, oh, dude, I can't listen to this and think about you, like, promoting the Nazi party. 
But finally, I can put on my Kanye West albums because it's done, dude. He's back on the, the, the team of enlightenment, the team of non-racist. And we owe it all to just, <laughs> we owe it all to just one brilliant film. What's that film, you asked? Well, I mean, surely it must have been some hardcore World War II documentary, right? Surely he must have just watched, what is World War II in color? Is that what they got on the History Channel or like Netflix or whatever? Where it's just like all that raw footage, but just like, you know, colorized and like all cleaned up to look really crispy clear and like 4K. Is that what you were watching, Kanye? No, not a documentary. I don't watch... <laughs> documentaries are boring i watched like a movie movie oh well then say no less kanye because i already know what you were watching it's gotta be schindler right we're talking you finally got around to watching schindler who the schindler's what who liam neeson dude no you're talking about taken right like no kanye not taken schindler's list like the black and white no, dude, if it's not in color, I'm not watching it. Well, then what movie was it, Kanye? What could have possibly brought on this amazing epiphany of just like, boom, you're, you're back on the winning side here. Oh, let me, oh, let me, uh, just fill you in here in case you haven't seen it. It's the, what? Oh, man, I don't even know what movie. This movie is actually kind of old, too. 21 Jump Street, dude. 21. Jump Street, starring Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. I know this has got to be like a, this is so like a 20-teens movie, right? Like, hang on, hang with me. 21 Jump Street. Ah, Of course, it brings up the old show from the 80s. No, dude. No, Google. 2012? Not even in the teens yet. It's a a pre-teen uh, 2012, dude, that's like more than 10 years ago. My God, and Kanye, you're just now seeing it? Whoa, way to uh, join the club. Oh, man, look at Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum, both looking really young, dude. I mean, 10 years ago. Uh, oh, boy, and then it gets even better. Like, if this is what I'm talking about, about this has to be a prank, right? There's no way this isn't a prank because it's insanity. Oh, it starts out. It starts out so good and just gets better and better. Let's go. Okay, so the post. It's just a picture of 21 Jump Street. Watching like, watching Jonah Hill in 21 Jump Street. Made, like, I am honestly really convinced that he's, like, such a prankster, dude. Because I've seen clips of Kanye, like, when he was on, like, the Kardashian stuff. And other, other just clips of Kanye. He's funny. He's a funny dude. He's, like, legit. He's in uh, Anchorman. He pops in the Anchorman, too. Kanye is, he has a legit, really good sense of humor. Uh, and that's why I'd like secretly like this has to be a prank, dude, because there's no way it's not. Watching Jonah Hill and 21 Jump Street made me like Jewish people again. Next paragraph. No one should take anger against one or two individuals and transform that into hatred towards millions of innocent people. And it's like, hey, Kanye, oh, we know. <laughs> Oh, we know, dude. Uh, did you not know that? Did you not know the whole thing about, like, you know, just because you got one bad run-in with some, like, one dick, you don't have to condemn the whole entire group of people, Kanye? Like, you didn't know? Pretty sure we all knew, dude. 
But then, this is my favorite part, because he kind of, like, he kind of, like, like, doesn't take it back, but he, like, almost, like, does it. Okay, so the next line is, no Christian can be labeled anti-Semite knowing Jesus is a Jew. And it's, like, this weird thing where he's just, like, kind of, like, hey, man, I totally don't hate Jewish people. And you know what? Honestly, I was never really being anti-Semitic in the first place because technically Jesus is Jewish and this guy loves Jesus. So it's like this weird little like, yeah, you know, even though I was saying all that crazy stuff, technically I wasn't being anti-Semitic. And it's like, ooh, I don't know about that one, Kanye. And then finally ends it with, thank you, Jonah Hill. Like, straight to Jonah Hill. Thank you, Jonah Hill. I love you. And if Jonah Hill doesn't fire back some kind of other, like, you're welcome or something, that is a huge missed opportunity. And then the best part, too, is the comment section is insane. The comment section is all this stuff like, if only we could send this back to 1939. If only we could get Hitler to watch 21 Jump Street, the greatest atrocity of all mankind could have been avoided. Oh, man. It's just like, you you cannot convince me. I mean, even when he was doing the Alex Jones stuff, I secretly, like, not even secretly, it just like was this little thing in the back of my mind like, this cannot be legitimate this has to be like 20 years from now we're gonna get the documentary about like showing all this stuff how he set it all up and it was all just him pranking everybody dude like it has to be the prank of all pranks there's no way it's not oh man but i mean oh man so mark your calendars it's the day the day that uh (laughs) the day that racism we finally found the cure dude it's just 21 jump street and you're good and you're good. Not even Schindler's List, dude. Um, boy, that's got to, I mean, Steven Spielberg's got to be like, what the fuck? What? 21 Jump? What? I mean, what about, what about, what? Uh, Steven Spielberg. Ah, oh, man. I'm sure you've noticed me attire. You guys have been checking out, I, you guys check out that workout thing on Netflix? It's even crazy to say that Netflix has, like, a workout category now. I was just like, how did I even find... I was just scrolling, and it's just like, you want to watch this? I'm like, nah. You want to watch this? Nah. You want to work out? Like, Netflix, are you trying to not make me a lazy piece of shit? Netflix, what are you... Whoa, Netflix, you bettering my life all of a sudden? You want to watch this? Nah. You want to watch this? Nah. You want to improve your diet and maybe learn a new language? <laughs> what, Netflix? Netflix, what are you, what? Going all these weird, expanding in these weird ways that I would have never guessed. I mean, it's not even like a cheaply done kind of whatever workout. It's leg- It's like sponsored by Nike. It's like whatever workout you want, dude. It's like 30 minute, 20 minute, 10 minute, abs and core, arms and back, Whatever category, it's like I I barely scratched the surface and like the, the trainer person's cool and it's like it's pretty good. It's like a pretty good workout. I just remember being like, what the what is workout stuff doing on my Netflix all of a sudden? Recommendations being like good for my life? What? Thanks, Netflix. And what else? What else have you guys been watching? I mean, I'm sure by now most of you have have to have seen John Wick, right? 
that's like the big thing. John Wick, uh, upcoming is Dungeons and Dragons. I'm looking forward to that one. I'm hoping that it's, I mean, the trailer looks really good, and it's one of those times where it's like the trailer is almost too good, where it's like, ugh, I don't even know. I feel like you're you're spilling the beans here with this trailer, but if you haven't seen John Wick, definitely recommend, and there was a part, I mean, I also have that review right there if you want to check that out, and there was a part that I didn't talk about in the review that was kind of one of my favorite parts of the movie, when he goes to the, uh, like the nightclub, and of course, there's the John Wick murder in the nightclub scene, where it's just, just going through this, first of all, it's the greatest nightclub of all time, it's like, Four stories tall, a giant waterfall in the middle, jam-packed with amazing-looking people who are all having the time of their life fucking dancing like crazy. The greatest rave of all time. And so it's like, not only that, but you're going through mayhem as he's just murdering dudes left and right. That's not the best part, though. The best part is, <laughs> one of the best parts is when like the, the big boss is like, get him. And like the henchmen are like, yeah, let's go kill John Wick. With these fire axes, like these, like it looks like this. Those ones that are like break in case of emergency. It's like, dude, dude, why does not everybody just have a gun? Like, why are you grabbing? Or anytime they like would grab the bow and arrow, it's like, dude, there's machine guns though. There's like M4s and like sniper rifles. Why are we grabbing ninja stars and daggers? It's like, and like the axe thing is like, first of all, first of all, you're taking on. John Wick with the ads, and you're doing it in a nightclub where it's like the whole thing with the ads is like you're swinging that shit around. Collateral damage is gonna happen. And speaking of it, that was like my favorite. That was one of my favorite parts is when they're fighting in the nightclub and watching the extras in the background. Because I swear to God, it happened like five to six times where like the extras are just dancing and then like, you know, some dude gets his head blown off in front of them and they're just like, oh, yeah, just go right back to the dancing, dude. It's just like that guy that falls in his arms. Oh, oh, God, blood all over me. Anyway, murder around me, murder around me, da da da. Like I, it really was the greatest rave ever because even horrible, horrible trauma-inducing violence directly in front of you is not going to stop this party from going down. Uh, but yeah, so if you haven't seen, if you haven't seen John Wick, get around to it because it's good. And then uh, what else have I seen? There's a few other things that I've seen that I don't do reviews on because sometimes it's difficult doing reviews. Sometimes it's difficult, especially I find the most, like if it's a really bad movie, it's like, sure, you got plenty to say about it. If it's a really good movie, yeah, it's easy too. You got plenty to say that was good. The ones that are tough are the ones that are like right in the middle, dude. The middle ones are the tough ones because like either they're just like, very man, it's like, yeah, it was, it was okay. And it's like, that's basically all you can say about it. And that happens a lot when I go see the Triple M Monday Mystery Movie. And I always try to like solve the mystery before going in. Um, and there's always like little clues, tiny little clues. The audience is usually like the first clue because there has to be a way that like the word is getting out because like there was one time such like a big family audience. And I remember being like, you guys are, 
gambling here. Like, I'm pretty sure they would never show us, like, you know, Saw or Evil Dead, like, something hardcore R. Like, I'm pretty sure it would always be maximum PG-13. I think the first one I saw was The World's Longest Beer Run, which was actually a Farley Brothers movie, which was actually not that bad. All the ones I've seen have just been like, eh. Um, but yeah, the most recent. Oh, and that's the other thing too. You can't walk out. Can't walk out on these ones. Uh, or usually I don't. Usually I'm like, you know, I'm already there, and it's like I'm already here. I committed the time. I should. I'm gonna give this movie a chance. But there's people who are like, as soon as that title pops up, and they're just like, this. And like twelve people just get up and leave right at the beginning. Like not even gonna give it a chance. And I remember when that, that one with like the big families, and I remember looking around and being like, why, why is there so many kids and families? Like, this is going to be a kid's movie. And if it is a kid's movie, okay, then I'll walk out. So it's like, then I really am not interested in a kid's movie. Yeah, I would probably, it would have to be like, I don't know. Maybe I would stick around for a while, but I would probably, I don't know, it would depend on my feelings, I guess. But, so it's like all these families, and I'm like, all right, maybe I'll walk out. The previews are going, that's clue number two. And I'm like, okay, very comedic movies that are being previewed, lots of family movies being previewed. And then the big reveal, it's like, oh, Woody Harrelson names pop up. And I'm like, oh, the only movie I know that Woody Harrelson's got coming out is Champions. Bum, 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 the only movie that you can't walk out on. You can't do it. And you know why? Because you'd look like a terrible, terrible person, dude. Do you know what Champions is about? It is, well, first of all, it's actually, it's not a bad movie. It's okay. Again, feel-good family movies are not typically my thing. But having said that, it was okay. Woody Harrelson is great. He doesn't miss. He doesn't even have to try, and he's great. But it's like a movie about like, you know, special needs kids and like, you know, their learning lessons and like, oh, you know, the bond of, you know, blah, 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 lots of special needs stuff. And it's like, I could not, could not, first of all, nobody got up and left. It's like, yeah, because you look like an asshole if you got up and left. Dude, imagine like the, it starts rolling like two minutes and you're just like, what? Special needs kids, the fuck, get the fuck out of here, let's stand up, get out of here, you kidding me, are you kidding me with this, ah, blah, I'm out of here, like, what a dick, um, so yeah, no way ever walking out on that one, like I said, it was okay, it was alright, the other one I saw, that it was actually like, oh shit, it was like, for the first time, it was like, oh, a movie I actually kind of wanted to see, uh, it was Paint with Owen Wilson. Paint, uh, where he paint. Wow, <laughs> uh, where he's basically just like Bob Ross. Like it's kind of like a slightly modern, more comedic Bob Ross. But it it was cool. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was an IFC film that was like you know if you know IFC, it's like you know that kind of vibe. Maybe like a Napoleon Dynamite kind of vibe, if that made sense. Like a kind of quirky, funny. Like it was funny. There were parts that were making me laugh. It wasn't all the way through hilarious grabbing your sides. But there were a few parts that were funny. Owen Wilson is un, unresistibly like charming. Like you cannot help but be just like, like Owen Wilson because he's awesome. And then he's playing like a... 
Dude, it's just his afro looks fucking amazing, and just his his manner, just the way he's being, just very Bob Ross, like a like an extra ladies' man version of Bob Ross, and it's great. It's very entertaining. Stephen Root popped up. I was like, oh, okay, Stephen Root, who I love. Overall, pretty good. The the best. there was like one part that was so awesome where they're having like a paint off or something, and then the person he's like competing with is like, ha ha, I'm done, and he's like painting. He's like, huh. Oh. I was done all along because <laughs> it's like blocking his hand and he's like, looks like he's painting. He's like, hmm, I was done the whole time. And it's like, uh, overall, it was, it was good. Um, no need to, uh, I mean, you don't have to run out and see it. I, that was another trend with the triple M's. Like a big clue is it's never going to be Star Wars. It's never going to be, what's the next movie that's coming out? Dungeons and Dragons. It won't be that. It won't be John Wick. It won't be. It won't be a movie that doesn't need help at the box office. If that made sense, Paint, how many people are dying to go see Paint? Even though I enjoyed it, uh, I, I feel like such an asshole. But, I mean, you know, Champions, is Champions going to crush at the box office? Probably not. 80 for Brady, dude? 80 for Brady should have been a mystery movie Monday, dude. That's the only way that movie is making any money because I'm pretty sure only Tom Brady went to go see that shit. <laughs> Who's that movie for, dude? Uh, but uh, the main characters are four insanely old old women who go to see Tom Brady. So only Tom Brady fans are going to see this movie? I don't know. It's, it's an enigma. And it's the perfect kind of movie that I would put for the mystery movie. But having said that, it was okay. Champions, all right. Paint was okay, too. The other new thing that I've been watching is, of course, Mando. The Mandalorian, that's right. About midway through the season of that. And it's like, I'm very split on the Mandalorian, dude. Like, there's stuff in it that I did so hard and then there's stuff in it that's like i absolutely don't enjoy at all um stuff that i do like um i like his cool little new spaceship that's like a call back to the naboo the naboo fighters from episode one nerd alert um and you know what it made me think about is when you think about like the stuff that was cool from episode one, like or like the prequels, that like you know they they kind of sprinkle it through the Mandalorian, the Naboo starship thing. There was also like an episode where it was like a modified version of like Anakin's pod racer thing that somebody was riding on. Like, um, so when you think about what's interesting about the prequels, I mean, what was the best parts about episode one? It was basically two things: Darth Maul. And the pod race, like those were the two dopest parts of episode one. The pod race was insanely badass, and then Darth Maul was like the coolest character with like the most badass intro to a franchise. Uh, insanely cool. But if they're gonna bring back anything, bring back the pod race, dude. Give me one more awesome pod race, or you know what would be cool as shit. I'm trying not to cuss because it's like I keep on every thing I listen to or watch. They're always talking about getting demonetized about, I mean, it doesn't matter because I'm not monetized, but they're getting like knocked or whatever for cursing. So I'm trying not to. But what was the, what was the coolest thing about episode one? 
the Padres, and you know what would be cool as heck? Uh, dude, have you guys seen that F1 show on Netflix, dude? That, that Formula One show is insanely entertaining on Netflix. I think the new season just came out, and I'm actually a little bit behind. But it is so goddamn entertaining, and they do such a good job of, like, the footage and, like, the way they shoot it, the interviews, all that combined. It is just super, it just draws you in like crazy and just, like, grabs you, and it would be amazing. Can you imagine a Star Wars pod racer version of of that F1 race show, dude? Can you imagine, like... All, just all just made it that F1 show only just you know slip in those amazing pod racers dude I think it would be insanely dope and they always they always go back to fucking Tatooine and do shit so it's like if you're going back to Tatooine let's get another pod race going here dude or like there has to be other planets where they do the fucking pod race um yeah it was cool and, and then Mandalorian I think the coolest thing so far with Mando, is you guys see that the actor that played uh, Jar Jar, he got to do a little cameo and got to be, got to kind of like have a great redemption where it's like, you know, he got to be something like pretty badass. He's fucking dual wielding. It was like, this shit's pretty cool, man. And it's cool to see that guy pop up again, especially after, you know, getting it worse than anybody, I think. Him and the kid that played Anakin got destroyed. In those pre-internet days, like, God, man, I mean, not even pre-internet internet days, early internet days, who got destroyed more than the actor who played Jar Jar and Anakin Skywalker? Like, man, those, the stories about them being, like, really, really, really depressed. I think that kid quit acting immediately. Um, yeah, unfortunate, but very cool to see him kind of, like, pop up again and do something so cool as, like, being a dual-wielding Jedi, what's cooler than that? Um, I don't know, I feel like uh, good on the runtime. I have other things I was going to talk about, but I don't think there's too much more that could really, like, top what's already been taught. I mean, how do you top the end of racism? Like, how do you top How do you top the, the cure to anti-Semitism? I mean, like... I'm going to go watch fucking 21 Jump Street and try to see, like, did you, I just cannot get the picture of, like, that that meme that's going around of Danny DeVito from Sunny in Philadelphia where he's just like, I get it. Like, dude, that's Kanye when he's watching 21 Jump Street, just like, I finally get it. I don't hate them. I get it now. It's like, dude, Kanye, wait till you watch Chandler's List, dude. It's going to blow your mind, dude. You're going to be transported to another realm dude it's gonna rock your world but thank you so much we can go ahead and wrap it right there thank you so much for tuning in for another episode we're getting closer to the halfway century mark thank you so much for tuning in have you not subscribed already because you should because it helps the channel and it helps you know when our new content's dropping or whatever so thank you so much and we'll see you next time on the podcast